Hello and welcome back to HCS Weekly. I thought, yo, this is my life. I have to go pro in Halo. And my head thought that that was more efficient. And I guess I was right. He was like the god. We would have to 2v1 like just to beat this guy. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'll try to reach you. You're like, oh, see you guys <laughs> later. A lot of Halo in my life, man. It's been a, it's been a fun journey. I love it. Hello, and welcome back to HCS Weekly, your weekly destination for all things HCS. I'm your host, Shyway. Good to be back once again. If you've been following Twitter, you would know we have a massive episode today. We have an absolute legend coming on the show just a little bit later. But of course, we got to start with the news. We got to start with our trick jump of the week. And we also have our grassroots skin, our BR skin, and name tag giveaway. Make sure to type exclamation marks, grassroots. So exclamation mark grassroots in the chat. You can enter yourself in the giveaway. Always mess up the damn giveaway, but you guys feel free to enter yourself in the competition. Now, for, for our news segment, typically we have Matty Rums come on and break down the news. Unfortunately, the man is busy for some reason, so I'm going to give us a quick rundown of the news before we jump into our trick jump of the week segment. <clears throat> I'm just going to be reading it right off the screen here. We got Killer V joining the HCS Pro Team, the 343 Pro Team. Something to keep in mind, Killer V was previously on the Halo 5 Pro Team. So he has a lot of experience just testing out these games and providing feedback and you're just building the best Halo experience. I don't know too much about Killer V personally, but I'm sure he's well-respected in the community and looking forward to seeing how he affects the, the upcoming Halo game. Uh, moving on, we have Infinite roster change here. So Infinite previously had the roster Ride Noobs, Garvane, Pilot, uh, Piles and uh, Thuggish Killa, and that's now changed over to Boo Dubu, Shotzi, Fallicated, and Tusk. So this is official now. We have a Boo Dubu, Shotzi squad coming up into Halo 3. It's going to be interesting to see how these young gods transition their way over to Halo 3, whether or not that skill from Halo 5 carries over. going to be pretty exciting for Dallas, so make sure to stay tuned. Uh, they finished second in the DreamHack Qualifier number 2 as well, so they're already showcasing they're pretty talented. We also have Commonly, who has exited from denial. So if you guys had been noticing recently on the live streams, Commonly had been practicing with other players. He hadn't really been playing with denial recently. It looks like he's taking a hiatus from competing for the time being. Uh, he's been living out his dream for the past three and a half years, but it's time for some new dreams, apparently. Much love, everyone. That sounds a little sad. Hopefully he's coming back uh, very soon. It is kind of a, you know a, a, a weird off season for Halo right now. So I think uh, we can expect to see him come back. He's a very young guy and uh, a big career ahead of him. We have uh, Europa Halo to a 2019 roadmap as well. We have six major Halo 5 tournaments from May to October. Pretty huge if you're a European Halo fan here. Uh, Team Takedown 4v4. We have Double Down 2v2, FFA Frenzy. We have Repeat as well. We also have minor tournaments that will also be held across H3, H2A, and Reach. <clears throat> but will be announced within a month's time of the tournament. Uh, registration for majors are open now as well. Uh, and then we have tournaments coming up. Of course, we have DreamHack Dallas qualifier number two results. Uh, first place was Tox Gaming with Snakebite, Lethal, APG, and Royal 2. Of course, we have Infinite, Ubudubu, Tusk, Valicated, Shotzi. Third and fourth was GMS. And then we have Endgame with Blaze, Sabinator, Zerka, and Wenswar coming out in our third, fourth place. Uh, we also have the SWAT Nation Spring Invitational results as well. If you guys don't know about SWAT Nation, that happened just last weekend. I was casting as a guest caster for the event. It was a ton of fun. Highly recommend you guys check that out. It turns out there's actually a pretty thriving Halo 5 SWAT community. They're very, very dedicated. They have regular events with big prize pools. I mean, I think this was a $800 prize pool that we just had this past weekend. And we had a first place team Yeet, which was uh, King Urban, Hydrix, and Bounce. It was a 3v3, really exciting SWAT gameplay. Make sure to check out at Halo SWAT Nation on Twitter. You can get all the details. You can join the SWAT community. Uh, as far as our events this week, we have on Friday, April 26th, uh, we have Nebraska Esports Gaming Festival, Halo 3 2v2. Saturday, April 27th, we have the Halo Australia Queensland, Logan Land. Sunday, April 28th, we have the Female Pro League, H3 4v4. And then Sunday, April 28th as well, we have the Microsoft Store 2v2 Throwdown Tournaments. Make sure to check out those Microsoft Store tournaments. They're at all local Microsoft Store locations. You can get involved in the local Halo 3 scene and maybe get yourself a trip over to Dallas. Some really great initiatives there. That covers our new for this week guys let's move right into our trick jump of the week segment with clearly me how's it going clearly it's going good man how you doing i'm okay man i don't know what the heck i drank i think i choked on water or something but i've been kind of like choking down like I've been, I, I need to cough and it's like there's something in my throat and it's anyway i'm, I'm getting through it <laughs> barely but but this is good because now it's now it's your turn to to tell me what's up dude we got a nice trick jump of the week here and I, i'm excited to watch it what do we have um, it's another one on Guardian. I've been kind of on a Guardian streak as of recently. 
Okay. Um, but it's S1, S3, which a lot of people are familiar with. Um, slightly a little bit more difficult on MCC with the 60 tick versus OG 30 tick. Oh, um, but I'm showing a quick clip here of me um, showing it in a useful way anyway in a Team Snipers game. But um, you're hitting two ghost jumps up the uh, wedge of the tree right there, um, mm -hmm. which quickly obviously gets you from S1 to S3. Um, but right there and right there, and then you can land right on top of the door and swing yourself up right up to S3 there. So this is interesting. This takes it to like the next level because typically you have, typically you have your S1 to S2 jump. And I mean, just mm -hmm. recently we saw Shotzi pull that off, go S1 to S2, and then he jumped to S3, came back around to S1, and then back up yeah. to S2 again. So he was using it pretty effectively. But this is even faster. You're right up to S3 instantly. Mm -hmm. And I guess depending on the scenario, maybe you want to avoid a grenade or, or a battle or whatever it is, you can get right up there real quickly. So you're saying two ghost jumps in a row. That's yes. got to be hard to do. And you're risking your life. You're like off the yes. map that entire time. Yeah, if you fail, yeah, you're falling off the map, more than likely. Not every time, but more than likely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a ballsy move, I will say. Um, and once you get the technique down, it's fun to, to try to implement every once in a while. And then, you know, if you fail, you fail, you learn from it. And if you get it, you get a good clip out of it. Right. Um, right. So in most occasions, uh, when, I, when I mess up, I'm not too upset. Yeah, and, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of Halo 3 as well, is you know you're taking that risk when you go for that mm -hmm. jump, and that's why it's so damn awesome when you get that payoff and it finally yeah. works uh, and, and just showcases, you know, how, how skilled you are at the game. You took that yeah. risk, you've made it, you know, followed through and, and were successful. So, of course, if you want to learn how to do that jump, you don't just have to check out this video. You've got a whole channel associated, you've got a Twitter associated. What are all your, your links where people can find you and join the community? Um, well, my YouTube and my Twitter are both at MCC Trick Jumps. Um, and uh, the S1 to S3 jump that I just showcased today, I already have the tutorial posted, um, right. which I am pasting the link right now in the chat. <laughs> awesome. So you guys can check that guys out. Guys check it out. Like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also I wanted to drop some um, other news too. Um, I joined a very big uh, group called Jump Theory, which a lot of you guys might be familiar with. Um, their Look Before You Leap series of, of videos slash montages mm -hmm. um, over the um, years of Halo 3 are pretty massive. and. Um, I joined their group and they put me in charge of a Halo 3 project. Um, right now it's titled Cascade. Um, okay. The name can possibly change. Um, we don't have any uh, premeditated release date as of yet, um, but definitely before Infinite. And um, our goal right now is to try to end Halo 3 with a bang um, and hopefully carry our uh, skill sets over to Halo Infinite. So, I mean, you already have your jump Discord, right? Where people mm -hmm. can join and they can they can practice trick jumps and, and grow their capabilities there. Is this just, you're, you're broadening things out? You're, you're making the community even bigger, trying to trying to reach a larger audience? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so awesome. I got reconnected with all these people from Jump Theory um, through, my, uh, through my Discord that I created. And uh, we kind of coordinated a plan together and they invited me in. And now we have all, all these video plans and trying to expand the, the community and get people excited, you know? Awesome. Um, but I've always been more known for tutorials and uh, things like that, not so much on the montage side. So it's kind of fun for me to be able to um, take some time and uh, it will dedicate my time into um, attempting some ideas that I've had for years. Yeah. Uh, but the jumps that are going to be in this video are uh, jumps that take me more than days of accumulated time to even land. So, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I a spend, lot of grinding ahead of you, basically. Days. Whoever decides to join this group better be ready to ready to put in the time is what you're saying. Yeah. Put in the grind time. Yeah, I spend yeah. days to do this just to entertain you for about uh, ten to fifteen seconds each clip. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to get started joining uh, your community, I think a good place to start would be at MCC Trick Jumps on Twitter. I'm sure they can DM you. They can get all of the information yeah. and join the associated groups. There's a, a growing Trick Jump community for Halo. And of course, Trick Jumping is important, not only just for the process, like it's it's fun to do, but it can be very important in the actual competitive game. And movement is one of those things that can really define, you know, top level play. So really great to see that you're doing this clearly. And, uh, and hopefully that continues to happen. We continue to get more Trick Jumps and looking forward to seeing more from you next week, man. Oh, thanks, man. I look forward to it every week. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you, man. Take it easy. Yeah. All right, that closes our news and our trick jump of the week. And of course, what you guys have all been waiting for, our interview with an absolute legend in the Halo community, the master of the four shot with the BR. I'm excited to welcome Roy to HCS Weekly. How's it going, man? <laughs> oh, you're still muted. I got you to mute yourself in the background. Wow, it was muted. <laughs> what a joke. No, you What's did a going good job. On, I mean, you, you, you got muted. <laughs> I followed instructions. You did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
How's it going, dude? I, I know you've like, uh, are you kind of taking a break right now? It's kind of a downtime in between Halo events. Are you kind of relaxing? Uh, how you been? Yeah, so there was a pretty substantial break in between Austin and Dallas. So our, our whole team, and I think most teams for that matter, just kind of recharge, come back uh, refreshed and, and ready to go here in the next probably week or two. Yeah, I mean, I think you were saying it's not like the game's going to change between, you know, now and then. It hasn't really changed too much in 10 years, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean now I, I, the spawns are certainly probably a little bit different than the uh, the OG version, oh, but yeah, now no, that we've been playing, that. <laughs> uh, now that we've been playing for a little bit, we're we're pretty much used to all of that stuff. So, right, right. So and the skill carries over for sure. sure. Um, but but today, I mean, you're incredibly accomplished accomplished in Halo. You're one of the most recognizable, most respected members of the community right now, and and that all had to start somewhere. What I want to know is, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Where did it begin? How did you first get into Halo? Yeah, so it first started in my my best friend's basement, who actually was our coach at last event. Um, he had an Xbox, me and Lunch didn't, so we would go over there and, and do the system link with the Ethernet cord, connect the Xboxes, right. uh, and play Halo for hours on end. And, and Halo 1 is really the game that they got me hooked on the franchise, and uh, yeah, we, we spent countless hours playing that game. So you started right from the get-go with System Link, like LAN? Like you had that that opportunity? You didn't have to just like, you know, run through campaign a million times until you're like, damn, I need to play multiplayer? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I started with multiplayer. And I'm as anybody that's ever started playing a video game for the first time, I'm just looking around and just right, right, right. the map. But slowly right. but surely, we got better and better to uh, to the point we are now, so. Right, right. So I mean, it was it was casuals for fun, but I'm I'm sure you're a very competitive guy, and I mean, you got your your twin brother, and you guys are always uh, very competitive. So at some point, you wanted to start taking Halo more seriously. And I was listening to your interview with Balshi. You guys had like your your long your gaming together, uh, and you had your interview. And apparently, back in 2006, you were ready to start competing, and you were you were scrimming with a team online, and you were almost going to go to an event, but you didn't go to the event. You changed your mind last second. What happened there? Classic case of the twin bickering. Okay. Uh, so we had a, a team that was actually performing pretty well online. We were scrimming some semi-pro, maybe pro teams. It's been a while, but uh, we were doing well. And uh, one night, lunch just, uh, he said the wrong thing to me. So I snapped my disc in his face and maybe uh, said a few <laughs> choice words. How that make him and, upset, though? Is that just, I guess, like, I'm not playing anymore? Is that what that is? That's uh, yeah, I, I, I guess, yeah, it was his punishment. He wasn't going to have uh, the better twin on his team. Oh, I like it, man. <laughs> Yeah, good call. <clears throat> so, so I guess that's that's not the start of. It. I'm sure you guys have been been bickering for a while. I mean, up until that point, but that's kind of like an iconic thing in in Halo. Is just uh, like you guys butting heads. It's something we all know and and love too. It's just part of who you guys are. Uh, Ninja put this perfectly. He explained this perfectly uh, back in your the the long farewell video. You had Tony. If we can roll the clip here, we'll see it. Game five like 48 47 i have a sniper rifle i no scope someone when i'm one shot to like guarantee the victory and after 10 seconds of celebrating you just hear jason just go justin you freaking idiot dude like like you almost lost us the game within 10 seconds up the twins in my opinion just because even though we won that game jason was immediately just like justin like trying to get critique justin make sure that he, he just stays on his shit make sure he, he's at the top of his game and i just i it just was the funniest moment almost in my halo career like it just like it like clockwork man 10 seconds in you could count it down 10 9 8 i'm running around the house screaming and then you just boom jason just calls him out <laughs> So, so what is this all, all about? Because I'm sure you guys love each other, like, deep down. But, I, I mean, is it because you're so competitive, you want to be the best? Or are you, are you trying to make sure, like, keep the other one in check? So, like, you kind of subtly want to make sure that, you know, you're both as good as you can be. So you, you have a good competitor? Or how, how, what is it exactly? Yeah, I mean, if you, it's just like how you are with your best friend. Like, your, your yeah. best friend, you'll say whatever. Like, you don't care if you hurt their, hurt their feelings a lot of times. You just, you're, you're blatantly obvious or uh, honest with them. And uh, that's kind of how me and Lunch are, man. We, we definitely have always pushed each other to be the very best. So we point out each other's flaws and mistakes in games. And uh, I, I, honestly, it's probably the reason that we've been as successful as we have, because we hold each other to, to such a high standard that uh, we've been able to improve at a, a pretty quick rate throughout our career. So that's worked out. 
Yeah, I was going to say that that's so huge, right? Because it, like one of the biggest things that define people's Halo careers is just having that ultimate duo partner, right? And it's so hard to find a friend that you can be so open with. It's just going to tell you what you did wrong and like not give a, a fuck for lack of a better word. But yeah. with your brother, like that relationship's not going to crumble. You guys are, you know, it doesn't matter what you say to each other. So like you, you, you can say all of these, these mistakes that you made and whatever it is and be really hard on each other and then grow quickly as a result. So I think that's actually a really powerful thing. So, I mean, you decided you're going to become a competitor. And of course, a competitor needs to have a gamer tag and you chose Roy. Uh, and I know the, the answer to this, but for those who don't, how did you come up with the name Roy? 10 year old me really thought uh, this commercial was, was the coolest thing that I had ever seen apparently. So okay. I, I was playing Halo one and changing my gamer tag every week or every time we would play. So uh, I, I heard this commercial and it just kind of was a super catchy uh, slogan at the end and it just stuck, I guess. What? So it was, it was a Starbucks commercial. It was. Well. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I run you through beforehand, so you already you already know that I know that it's a Starbucks commercial. But guys, it was a Starbucks commercial that, that Roy got his original name from. Let's uh, play the original commercial here. It's just about a minute long or so. shot espresso drink bring on the day so that's that's the roy's our boy chant though right it there, is right? it is yeah. so you in know, hindsight guess... it's a very silly reason to get a gamer tag but just hearing that song it just brings back all the feels man it just feels right i think that's actually a great reason to get a gamer tag you kind of spoke your future into its existence you know what i mean because like yeah. roy's our boys that's your chant that's that's it who is. you are you're our boy i mean so you heard that and you're like yo i like that that's catchy and then you just that just became your future out of that so i, I think that's actually really cool um but yeah man i mean you chose well uh so <laughs> so i mean you got into competitive play you attend your first event uh, mlg charlotte 2011 as a member of 5k alongside lunchbox fear itself and hokum landing a strong fourth place finish which is pretty unbelievable for a first event uh so what was that experience like like did you have to convince your family to get out there uh did you have confidence that you were going to achieve such a high placing to begin with like that yeah so back then the the player pool was pretty massive like uh, i want to say there was I don't even know offhand, but maybe like 200 and some teams, I think, at, at uh, Charlotte 2007. So right. uh, super, super tough to to place well. And uh, yeah, going into the event, Fear and Hokum had uh, some land experience. And me and Lunch had gone to smaller local tournaments uh, leading up to this. But this was our first MLG, which is like pretty much getting called up to the big leagues. Like this is where all yeah. the best players are. Uh, so yeah, we were... Uh, me and Lunch honestly had no idea what to expect going in. Uh, definitely tough to convince your parents to let you drive 14 hours to play in a video game tournament when you're 15 years old at the time. Right. Uh, we had to have our friend drive us to the event. And uh, yeah, I mean, just a pretty uh, pretty tough thing to get your parents to uh, support at that age when you haven't made it. I mean, at that point, we had made no money. We're spending money, obviously, to, to get there and travel hotel. So yeah, I mean... Getting fourth place and and coming to the realization that we just made about two thousand dollars that was uh that was pretty big back then, right? Right. I think if you had done poorly, you wouldn't have stuck around. I think that's, that's what you said in the Walsh interview. Yeah. So it was literally all dependent on you making money. There kept you like in Halo, basically. Yeah, I mean, uh, we didn't grow up super wealthy. I mean, my parents uh, obviously always supported us and, and did all that and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, we weren't going to be able to afford to continue to fork it out. I mean, it's hundreds of dollars every time you go to these events and uh, right. you're missing work and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a one and done. And uh, 10 years later, we're still going. 10 plus years later. 
That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it wasn't luck, though. Like, it, that, the crazy thing is you start in fourth place, and then from there you achieve fifth place in Meadowlands, fourth place in Dallas, fifth place in Chicago, 12th in Orlando, Orlando, and then qualifying for Vegas to finish fifth place in the Halo 2 season, which is, like, right from the kickoff of your career, you've already proven yourself as a top player. And then that momentum carried into Halo 3, where you form a new roster with uh, called Instinct with Macchio and Victory X. So what was Halo to you at this point? Had you ever thought, like, oh, maybe this is, like, a career or... Or uh, And how did you come up with the name Instinct as well? Because this is a legendary team now. Yeah, so after our first event and getting fourth, and, and at that point, we obviously made the prize money, but then we also get a stipend to go to the event. So at that point, we started taking it a lot more serious. Right. Uh, and before, we were consistently practicing, but it's just a different mindset. After It felt like we had made it. Like, you, you're, we were the fourth <laughs> seed. So, um, yeah, I mean, you just feel like you're you're one of the better players at the, the events. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a, a cool thing. and. Yeah, going into Halo 3, we ended up uh, forming Instinct. I think Victory actually came up with the uh, the team name. But, yeah, Halo 3 was certainly a, a big difference coming from Halo 2. And uh, early on, they had to tweak some things to make the game uh, a lot more competitive and enjoyable. But, yeah, Halo 3 is one of the best games of all time, in my opinion. So definitely still fun to, to be able to go back today and, and play it. Yeah, you're right. And I, I agree. I mean, off the rip, like coming from Halo 2 to Halo 3, Halo 2 was like a faster BR. It just felt faster paced in general. Halo 3 had slowed it down. They had equipment. And then even the player's feed had to get, you know, picked up to 110%. So you had to exactly. change a number of little things. And then all of a sudden it became this really intense, competitive, very strategic game. And that's where you made your name for yourself, I'd say, as well. Because uh, Halo 3 was a monumental game in your career. Like, you started to pick up a number of important accolades, accolades in uh, MLG MVP for the year in 2008. And then in 2010, you finally achieved your first ever event win at MLG Orlando. And the look on your face said it all. Uh, Tony, you have the original clip of the, the victory. Let's show that. And you see Roy taking off his headset. He knows that he just won a tournament for the first time yep. ever. Guys, they're padding the stats a little bit. Well, that's the thing. I mean, right now, the, the, you know, they're waiting for the time to actually run out. Look at them. They, they yeah. got smiles on their faces. But what do you think right now? Scott, tell me, first time you won an event, what's going through your mind when you know you've got it won? There, there's nothing that can explain it. It's almost like a dream. You're not sure if the tournament's over. You just they're, you're just flabbergasted, I guess. And I was gonna say, I'm exhausted. These guys have to be exhausted after playing all day long. But the tiredness doesn't seem to be affecting them. They're nothing but happy right now. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, it's a great thing to see because you know you talk about Roy and Lunchbox. You talk about two of the good guys in our league that everyone seems to like. Doesn't have anything bad to say about them. They've come away now with their first event win. This is a big deal. These guys have been in position in the past to win. They actually closed this one out. So they've got to be feeling good. On the other side, Classic, they show they're the real. So, man, like, that's that's unbelievable. Like, tell me a bit about your time on Halo 3. Like, to, to come so close to first place so many times and to finally achieve victory, how does that feel? Yeah, that's, that's exactly the thing. We had placed, I think, second, I, I don't know, a number of times, four or five, six times. Something like that right. going into that. So at that point, it starts to creep into your mind. Like, are we are we just chokers or what's going on here? Like, we can't we can't get over the hump and, and, right. and get our first win. So, yeah, it's like getting the monkey off your back. Like uh, being able to uh, to finally get over that hump was definitely big for me and lunch. And I, I feel like kind of propelled us throughout the rest of our careers. Like once you get that first one, then the, the next one definitely gets a, lot, a little bit easier. Right, right. It doesn't seem like so monumental anymore, but I mean, obviously so, so important too. But um, yeah, I mean, because you carried that onward. And then is this where Halo, where, sorry, where Roy Borg started to become a part of your identity as well? Because like, so you win this event, you were clearly a focus, you were in the spotlight, you're an amazing player. Um, and then you started, you know, people started to call you the Roy Borg. How did, how did this uh, come to be? Like who, or where did this come from? And then is it have, does it have something to do with your BR shot, basically? Yeah, so the board came in 2009 at the beginning of the year. Uh, we started teaming with Neighbor. So uh, we were just playing matchmaking one day. We decided to to make some new gamer tags. And I think Neighbor was iNabot and uh, Snipe Down oh, okay. was Snipe Drone. Or, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Roy Borg ended up sticking. It was kind of like people would call me Borg and say I had a robotic shot, a best shot or whatever. So it just kind of stuck. People started calling me Borg more than they honestly called me Roy. So it's just something that stuck, and I, I definitely uh, I like it. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's kind of my identity now. Yeah, because isn't that like part of your like your Twitch community? It's like you're part of the the Borg or, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
That's awesome. And, and that's the thing is you, you had this this devastating BR shot. People were saying it's like a like a robotic shot. Uh, and now that Halo 3 is making a bit of a comeback, I was wondering if you had like any tips or any kind of like lessons you learned with the weapon over time, like any quick quick tips on the BR? The biggest things that go through my mind, uh, number one is obviously you have to have your, your lead correct. I mean, your right. aimer should always be, your reticle should be, if they're strafing to the right, your aimer needs to be on the, the right side of their head. I mean, the bullet, the bullet spread in Halo 3 is definitely... Uh, well renowned it's not necessarily the uh the cleanest game in terms of, of right. the shot registration so yeah you definitely have to lead correctly and and me personally i'm shooting for the body on the first three shots mm -hmm. the, the first three shots as long as you hit their body it's the same you, the same result of hitting a headshot so the body's a bigger target you aim for the first three of the body and then the last one you obviously have to try and hit that headshot yeah yeah and that's that's the thing is that the headshot's always the hardest part though and people are always yeah. you know that's that's when the windmill comes into play and stuff but i, I guess yeah. it's just kind of having that patience and and believing having confidence in your shot in that moment your strafe uh and following through yep. um and i mean coming out of halo 3 came halo reach of course and uh you form what was known as the god squad with uh, lunchbox ola and ogre 2 taking multiple events in 2011 uh dominating mlg columbus and anaheim uh, earning MVP 2011 as well, and then winning your first ever national championship at MLG Providence 2011 for a $100,000 grand prize. Tony, you can play some of Providence in the background here while we chat, but uh, what was it about this team that made you stand out for the rest of the competition? I don't think you lost a single game at MLG Anaheim. Yeah, I mean, not to sound cocky or, or anything like that, but I just feel like we honestly had four of the best players in that game. Um, yeah. As soon as the team was formed... We didn't give ourselves a name. The the community kind of named us the God Squad. Like everybody right, right. kind of knew the implications of us forming that team, and it certainly panned out. I mean, we went I think forty two and one uh, over the span of two events, losing one game, and then uh, obviously yeah, winning the uh, the national championship was was a huge way to cap off that game for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I just yeah, I feel like we had four of the best players in the game, and it definitely translated well at the tournaments. Right, right. And I, I mean, I'm sure the relationship you guys had was pretty amazing, too. Like, you must have been very close uh, and got along very well. Um, and, and I mean, that was kind of a weird time for Halo towards the end of, of Reach as well. Did you enjoy Reach when you were playing it? I personally, I mean, it's it's tough to say that we, we weren't enjoying it because we were winning. I mean, and we were right. winning I mean, pretty yeah. dominantly. So, I mean, obviously, uh, when I think back on Reach, uh, was it the best Halo game? Absolutely not. Uh, was it was it a lot of fun and did it uh, treat me pretty good? Absolutely. So yeah, I definitely think uh, fondly of Reach. Right, right. Because you yeah, one of the best years in your career. I mean, up until that sure. point, it was the the best year um, as far as performance goes. Sure. Uh, so uh, Halo unfortunately went through a bit of a, a downward spiral after that, and uh, you stepped away from competing for a bit. But that didn't stop you from then eventually coming back strong in 2014 for Halo 2 Anniversary, where you had, without a doubt, the strongest team in the league, winning both Season 1 and Season 2 Finals. So what was it like coming back into Halo with H2A and just kind of remembering that you still have what it takes to be the best? Had you considered, like, stopping Halo entirely back in Halo 4? What was kind of your mindset on things back then? Oh, I was 100% done like ready to be done i had a i was working again full time and, and all that so right. going into uh it was the h2a invitational it was me t squared ryan noob and uh straight sick mm -hmm. and we ended up getting second at that event and i feel like i was just absolutely pounding the entire event i was playing really really well so right going into it i was like dude do you still got it like have you lost uh, have you lost your touch and then huh. leaving that event i was like it's uh, like riding a bike baby uh, definitely felt very confident leaving that. And that was after that event, lunch watched the entire weekend and typical lunch. I, he texted me right after the event. He's like, Hey man, we got, let's come back. Let's play Let's play this game. And so right. then we ended up obviously, uh, the first event, it was me snipe down pistol and lunch, obviously the whole pistola thing, uh, injuring his hand and whatnot. So then we ended up teaming with lethal and right. Yeah. Certainly an another game that treated all of us really well. And, uh, yeah, one that I think very highly of as well. H2A certainly not not the perfect Halo again, similar to Reach, but sure. definitely without all of the game, the problems that MCC had with loading the game and all all those issues, I think the the gameplay itself was pre was pretty solid. Right, right. So is Lunchbox kind of like the culprit, like the guy who gets you back into it when you're uh, you're not sure if you want to keep doing Halo or whatever? Because he said he messaged you and he's like, oh, we got to get back into this now. We got to play H2A. Yeah, I mean after that event, I was pretty much committed. Oh, you're, you're, yeah, you realize, but he he. Le pretty much leeches on to me. He just he needs he needs <laughs> pretty much do well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough. You you play off of each other, and and I mean that's how you succeed. Um. 
So, okay, so of course Halo 5 came next after that. This one was a bit of a mixed bag, but there was one incredibly iconic moment, and that was winning X Games. And, I mean, that had to be a huge achievement for you. Would you say that was one of your most important victories to date? We can play some X Games in the background as well, Tony. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would say uh, it's one of the most important per se, but it definitely to us, the sentimental value, obviously, of beating Lethal after he had left the team. Right. Uh, and doing it on that stage, it was, I mean, I had none of us obviously had ever competed at X Games or even been to X Games for that matter. So, uh, yeah, being able to win on that stage with the, the circumstances with Lethal and whatnot, uh, my reaction kind of says it all. It was definitely a very exciting moment for, for all of our team. Yeah, definitely an iconic pop-off and, and something we'll uh, mention a little bit later as well because you do it again more recently. But um, but you maintained a strong performance throughout Halo 5 and you struggled, though, to get back to the very top overall and eventually it came to this heartbreaking moment for very, for many Halo fans, uh, just a retirement from competition in Halo. What were your thoughts on Halo 5 and and what kind of drove you away, for, away from the game towards the end? The Halo 5... Halo 5. Mm. <laughs> Halo quite. 5 got better. Halo 5, the settings that they had yeah. at the uh, the very end, and honestly, I didn't watch a ton of it um, when I retired, but the right. settings seemed to be a lot better than when I was playing. The the, I mean, I the list is very long. The, the the radar, the hit nade hit markers, right. uh, clamber. I mean, there's just so many things that they tried to implement into that game that that were personally not to my taste. Uh, mm -hmm. The autos, especially. Um, I'll never forget on Regret, I think it is the map, uh, Royal 2 uh, out ARs me and the crowd goes crazy. And that, or you I got out AR and it's, it's actually yeah. a good, like, yeah, I mean, I just, I can't, man. Precision yeah. weapon should be the starting weapon in Halo. And uh, yeah. I mean, I guess some autos can be viable, but yeah, they were pretty overpowered. The Storm Rifle in particular, very overpowered in Halo 5. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that <clears throat> that's kind of like the, the name of the, the, that's the story with Halo 5 that everybody seems to say the same thing is just like, it was actually a pretty good game at the very end, but sure. it just took so long to get to that point, and, uh, and there was so much they tried to throw into that game that it was just kind of overwhelming for, for everybody, for new players, for experienced veterans, it just, you know, didn't quite hit that. It was a good game, but not a good Halo game type, uh, type spot, right? Yeah, I mean, personally, I would argue that Halo 5 online is better. I mean, actually, I don't even think it's an argument. Halo 5 online is definitely better than Halo 3 online. Right. Uh, connection. But, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mostly just because of connection. And honestly, the the matchmaking servers are 100 times better than, like, it feels like land for me. And then yeah. you go to custom lobbies, like, I can't connect. Somehow, I don't connect well to lunch. It doesn't make any sense. I live 10 minutes from <laughs> the guy. Oh, my God. But I'm, like, spawning twice and throwing two nades. So, yeah, Halo 3 online is what it is. It's always been uh, less than ideal, but right. still, a, still a fun game. Obviously. Yeah, of course. But that, that's like the biggest bottleneck with Halo 3 is just the, it's the online connection. Exactly. It's the lack of a, of a theater mode or like, sorry, an observer mode where we can yeah. actually like, you know, have commentary on the game. We can have online tournaments. We can have just everything we need to, to grow a consistent community here. So it's it's so great to play Halo 3 again. But when you don't have those those important elements, like it, it just it, it sucks, man. You know, we, we can't achieve the viewership that we want to achieve. And, exactly. and I mean, we'll. We'll talk more about Halo 3 and, and the future there in a second. And guys, remember, we have a Q&A at the end of the show. So if you have any questions that are coming up for Roy that you want to ask Roy, uh, anything you want to know, just feel free to start asking those questions in the chat. Tony is looking out for the questions. He can grab them and we'll ask them or we'll answer them later uh, on in the show here. Um, now, guys, if you haven't seen it, and this is uh, you know back to the, the retirement moment here, uh, Towie made this unbelievable video about your retirement. And just shout outs to Towie in general. The man is like just A1. Uh, but I, <laughs> I think if it wasn't for him, it would have been so much harder to connect with you and Evil Genius's story. I think he's created just this amazing, well-edited content, and that farewell video was beautiful to watch. Uh, guys, I recommend you check it out. Tony, if it's possible for you to just like link the video in the chat, if you haven't seen it, don't watch it now. Just go watch it after it's like 30 minutes, but be prepared to cry. Get like a tissue box or something. It's uh, It gets pretty emotional. Um, but really well done. And there was something really special about that video that I, I just kind of gathered watching it. And it was that, like, along with your accomplishments, there was something truly amazing about what you did for the Halo community. It's that there was all this talent, but never for a second did that go to your head. You have to be one of the nicest, most humble guys in the community. community and that alone is a good thing. But what was more important was how you, the way you carried yourself impacted other people in the community, other players in the community as well. And Snakebite put this perfectly in the farewell video. Let's throw up uh, Snakebite's comments here and I, I truly two of the nicest people I've ever met um, two of the best competitors I've ever met thank you for teaching me not only how to be a winner in terms of 
you know, how to compete. You get to a finals, there's a next level that I think you got to hit. I think you got to showcase that for everybody in Halo. Uh, but how to be a truly good person, um, even with the success, even with the fame, you know, no matter what it was, you guys were the same exact people to me at all times. Thank you for that. Uh, I remember at X Games, we had lost, uh, absolutely defeated completely um and roy i was talking to roy before an all-star game you know i said something about us losing just kind of like sarcastically and he had said to us like dude you guys you guys are like the future you know you're so good like don't let one loss get you down and um having someone say that to you who has beaten you for two years straight um was one of the nicest things especially at the time i know we weren't the best of friends because of all the team changes and stuff like that uh, it just showcases how good of people Jason and Justin really are. Thank you for all the great years of watching you guys play. It's been an absolute honor. And thank you for teaching the Halo community how to truly act while winning. I think that the way he ended that was so beautiful. How to act when winning. And I, I think like Snakebite and, and Talks, they're a perfect example of just being so humble and they act well. And they, they take that from you. Uh, so I got to know, man, like, where does it come from? Like, is there somebody in your life who's taught you to be so humble? Uh, you have this kind of talent that requires this inner narrative. Like, you need to believe you're the best to be the best. But you don't go around, you know, talking to people about or like, I guess, saying that to others or treating others differently as a result. Uh, and that's pretty inspiring. So would you say this comes from anywhere? Yeah, that's that's a tough video to watch again, man. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, I, I, uh, definitely my parents, man. I got the the two best parents in the world. They they uh, taught us good morals and and they raised us the right way. So I just feel like me and Lunch are, are very down to earth guys. We're uh, nobody is better than anybody else. I mean, you treat people how you want to be treated. We just have definitely uh, been very blessed to get a lot of uh, good life life lessons from our parents. Mm -hmm. And but do you also maintain that kind of like fundamental belief? Like you have to, I think if you want to be the best at anything, you need to believe you're the best at it. And that kind of challenges that notion of like being humble. You know what I mean? Oh, so if, only kind of, you, if only people could could hear the thoughts going through my head when I'm playing, man. Right. That's yeah, what I want to know. You gotta be supreme, like <laughs> the supreme confidence. I, I am absolutely demoralizing people in my mind. Right. Uh, I'm not a big <laughs> shit talker. Like that's never been my style. I, I let right. I let my gameplay do do the talking, but right. uh yeah, the the stuff going through my mind would definitely be uh there'd be a lot of sensors. <laughs> that's, that's it. Like, that's what you want to hear is that you, you can't like uh, that. You need to act humble and, and be responsible and be a leader. But in order to be the best, what's the internet? Like what's going on in your head needs to be confident. Needs to be like, I'm fucking, I'm shitting on people, you know, whatever it is. But yeah. And, and every pro, pro player is going to have some variation of that to get to sure. that, that level. You have that. It's just a supreme competitive, competitive, I can't say the word uh, competitiveness. Uh, and it's just yeah. one of those things where it's like the Michael Jordan factor. Michael Jordan was the most competitive player on the court at all times. Right. Uh, he would not be denied. Uh, and I feel like that's what separates kind of the elite players from the very, very good players. Uh, and the players that are winning tournaments have that. That's powerful, man. I like that. Um, so, I mean, now we've switched back to Halo 3. So we're, we're going uh, recently here. You kick things off in a huge way back at HCS Atlanta. There's this one iconic clip. Uh, we can throw it up. I don't know if you have t audio for it, Tony, but let's throw it up. It's a nice clip. Soon. So we'll have to find out where that was at. This is not the clip. Uh, it's the, yeah, uh, the one on Narrows. Yep. Roy has the I mean, I'm sure this is good, too. one body shot on Gabriel, and this is going to be a finish off. <laughs> Ooh, a single snipe. I like it. Roy and Come on, Tony. It was okay. You you know the clip. Everybody knows the the clip. Oh, you're on. Oh, I know the clip. The yeah, <laughs> and Bravo and everybody freaks out, and you pop off too. That's what we wanted to see. But uh, I guess uh, if he finds it a little bit later, he can throw it up. Uh, in the meantime, what do you think of Halo Three being back? Uh, are you enjoying playing it again? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, this game means a lot to to me and a lot a lot of the other guys that are competing that that competed back in uh, 2008 to 2010. Um, so yeah, it's certainly uh, amazing being able to play one of the games that that certainly is uh, just forever in my heart, man. Halo One, Two, and Three; uh, those are the games that I fell in love with. They're honestly part of who I am. I've I've spent darn near half my life playing Halo and uh, competing right. in tournaments. So yeah, it's always a, a very fond place in my heart. I definitely every time you retire, it's, you you certainly don't expect to come back. Like. Obviously, my my reaction in the the Towie farewell video kind of tells tells the story in my mind like that that was it like I was done I was right. never gonna never gonna gonna compete in Halo again so having the uh, the opportunity to come back and and play Halo three which is a game that certainly everybody on our team has had success in and feels very confident in it's uh, not a feeling that I expected to have again but it's certainly one that uh, 
I definitely think that I cherish it a little bit more now as you get older, you appreciate things and yeah. you understand that like it definitely could be any tournament really at this point could be my last. So I'm definitely soaking it all in and uh, enjoying it a little bit more, I think now than I used to. Well, we, you're always welcome when you come back, man. And we're happy to, to have you here. So uh, if you're not going anywhere, we're not complaining. But um, uh, Tony apparently has the clip now. Let's play it. Roy misses the headshot there, top middle. Flamesword's trying to push in and finish it off. Tusk is in a hard place. And again, Roy, what a finish coming in from him. 17 to 9 now. In field. Oh, oh my. No! Oh! He's off the map. He doesn't, he doesn't care. care. He Roy does not care. is back. Oh. Touching back on the lunchbox thing. So yeah. as soon as I finish that series, my phone is blowing up or whatever. And the first text I see is from Launch, and he goes, nice clip, dumbass. Way to jump off. <laughs> of course he has to de yeah. demoralize me and talk shit to me it's after I, I, I clutch up and we, me and Mike win that series. But, yeah, that, that's definitely uh, mine and Launch's relationship in a nutshell. Man, the thing about that clip, though, is it's so much more than just a sick play. It's like it's you coming back. It's Halo 3 being back. And it's just you popping off. It's like the way that you react to hitting that clip is just something we haven't seen in like the entirety of Halo 5. Like, I, I don't know if it's like, I, I mean, yes, people get really excited about stuff, but it's just like you have a personality that's like iconic in Halo. When you pop off like that, your fans are just like everybody's roaring. It's crazy. It's like, holy shit, Halo's back. Just from that one play right there. That's kind of what I felt when you popped off. I don't know. I've honestly never received more love or attention on Twitter than I did that. Like, literally that, <laughs> it, it was, we literally just wanted to get to the finals. And it, I yeah. would argue that it's one of the best nights of of my life. Just a lot of love, a lot of uh, attention and whatnot. And it was certainly uh, a very humbling, humbling day. Again, I never thought I'd be competing again. And then, honestly, probably one of my best clips at a tournament. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, a definitely a good night. Yeah, and uh, I mean the good didn't stop there. You managed to achieve victory once again at uh, the HCS Invitational just recently, which was awesome to see Reciprocity get that win. Uh, Sims had a great tweet that he put up afterwards. Uh, three years later, same old passion, <laughs> literally the exact same pop up. Yeah, you haven't changed at all. <laughs> uh, I was wondering, like, how does it feel coming back to Halo and winning again three years later? I, I know Ola, at the end of the uh, the tournament, he had this short interview, and he said he was wondering if his time had been up for competition. And then after that, he was like, no, not yet. And I thought that was really powerful. Um, what do you think? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, certainly going into that event, obviously we didn't do as well uh, at the previous uh, Halo 3 event. So we definitely, obviously, you go in with uh, a mixed bag of expectations i think obviously we we expect and hope to win um but realistically we, we weren't really sure i mean obviously it's been a while since me and lunch in particular have won a tournament and uh certainly this halo 3 is is very very close to the original but a little bit different so right. yeah coming out of that event having won it again you just appreciate things more as you get older in life and uh yeah man it's just a good feeling yeah and we're gonna see more of you at, at uh dallas as well so oh yeah reciprocity okay. will be at dallas all right, awesome. So uh, hopefully we get some more victories and, and more exciting. Got to defend the title. Come on, yeah. guy. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, and this one, this one's gonna be tough. I I know that uh, the the one thing that the pro player said, and while you guys played amazing, and, and nobody's knocking like the talent there, was that it was a weird event because they you didn't have enough time to play. Like nobody really got that time to get really warm. So I'm curious to see with all these squads competing. I feel like this next event's gonna be super intense. Uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, just overall, though, now with like HCS Grassroots, we have a new fun kind of fun style and approach to competitive events. And then you have MCC coming to PC. You have Halo Infinite on the horizon. Are you optimistic about Halo's future now? Like, what do you think about the future of Halo these days? My expectations are reserved. I'll be 100% honest. Are you uh, you're so used to being let down. <laughs> the, the track. Yeah. I mean, the track record. You look at the track record. I know. And it's rough. I know what the. I mean, in my mind, I know what the game is going to turn out to be. Uh, at the end of the day, honestly, though, all that matters is the game is good. Like, if the game is good out of the box, Halo will be fine. It'll be a popular game. Um, we'll just see, man. The direction they've been going in uh, a lot of the the, the last uh, couple of Halos just is not the direction that uh, I am personally fond of. But I'm a I'm a player. In my opinion really doesn't matter that much. So.
Well, I don't know. I, I feel like that perspective is finally changing. I hope, right? And I, I mean, we've kind of been in this this cycle over and over again where we're like, oh, now they're listening, now they're listening. But I, I mean, a lot of good things have happened in quick succession. A lot of like questions that we've wanted answered are being answered. We have MCC coming to PC. A much larger audience is going to get to play all the classic Halo titles again. And I, I really hope that they're you know listening to the community and they're including the classic fans and the modern fans and finding that, that happy medium that really bridges the gap and, and gives us the best Halo title. Uh, if we did have an amazing, you know, classic, more classic style Halo that was more your speed, let's say, are you like suddenly inspired to compete again? Or <laughs> uh, I don't know. I will say Tough. though, uh, touching back on that, man, I talked to a lot of the uh, the developers and whatnot from 343 right. at uh, at Austin, and I'm certainly I'm optimistic and I have confidence in, in that team. I was definitely uh, very impressed by a couple of the people that I talked to, uh, mm. just about all the things they were telling me. Uh, in the direction and whatnot, but yeah, I mean, I, again, it's it's definitely going to be. If you were to ask me if it's going to be more like Halo Two or Three or Halo Five, I would say in a heartbeat it's going to be more like Halo Five. So it's just mm. I, I'm definitely going in with uh, those type of expectations, and that's certainly not been confirmed. That's my opinion, by the way. Nobody has told me anything, but yeah, I mean, right. I just that's that's the direction they've been going in the previous uh, few Halo. So. We'll see, man. I'm 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 always going to want the best for for Halo, whether or not I'm uh, a part of the or active member of the community. Um, I'm always gonna want to see a lot of my friends and uh, people that I've known for ten plus years have success and and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. I'm open for the best for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, your mindset on it is totally understandable. And you've been with the community forever. Like, you, you know, you've seen everything from the start to finish. Um, but if you had the choice, what would you like to see in Halo Infinite? I guess just a couple things. I mean, honestly, it's not even about one particular thing. Again, if the game comes out of the box and it's a, a fun game, like you look at Apex, and honestly, Apex has kind of fallen off lately because Maybe. they're not doing enough. Mm. However, the game was literally probably one of the most fun games I've played out of the box. Like, I literally right. got on and I was addicted for a, like a month, <laughs> two months maybe. Yeah. And then now I can't even really get on, get motivate myself to get on and play a game. Like, mm. But the game, again, the point that I'm making the game out of the box was amazing. It, it doesn't matter what, if you have a pistol, a BR, I don't care about any of that. Just make it a fun game. And yeah. that's obviously easier said than done, but that's the, that's the key. Of course. Of course. Um, now I have one other question. This might, one might be like a, a tough one a bit, but um, like you're such an important member of the community, your huge identity in the community. Um, a lot of people like, like let's say Walshy, T squared, they end up kind of sticking around through halo, maybe not as a competitor, but as a caster, as a personality in some way, in your future, do you see yourself sticking with Halo, sticking with esports or anything gaming related, or would you move on entirely uh, once yeah, you're fully retired? I mean, it's just not my path. Like, I love competing, but like right. casting and being like a that's just not my passion. Like, Understandable. I've been around video games for a long time. I, I don't know that uh, being around them for the rest of my or even in the foreseeable couple of years is, is something that's in the cars for me. But mm. uh, yeah, you'll see. You never know, man. I've definitely dabbled around and been asked about uh, commentating, and I, I don't know that I'd be very good. I'm certainly not uh, very confident in that. I've not really done it much at all, so uh, we'll see, though, man. You never know. Right. Well, I'll be keeping an eye out and uh, and see what happens to you. You're the future. one that should be up there casting, man. <laughs> I Thank you, Consistently, man. Consistently, <laughs> every event, dude. Get this guy on the freaking booth. Thank you, honestly, dude. All your I'm videos, man. They're amazing. I appreciate it so much, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, hopefully I'm up there uh, very soon. But uh, let's see what the chat has to say. And uh, we've got lots of questions for you here. We've got uh, STX Wart, uh, who says, who are the OG Halo competitors that you idolized early on in your career? The Ogres. <laughs> All day. Right. Uh, obviously, th those they were the first people that me and Lunch heard about. And obviously, we were twins. They were twins. So we found that, obviously, that that's a, a quick way to relate to them. Right. Um, but yeah, hearing about them making money and competing in Halo uh, was definitely eye-opening for us and that's really what got us started in the competitive scene was hearing about them yeah yeah that would be like a huge like directly relatable source of inspiration yeah, right exactly. there <clears throat> yeah uh cardinal redbird says uh favorite cardinals player oh uh, none are you kidding me fly the w you see that up there rachel yeah <laughs> Tubs all I, day. you guys lose me when you talk about sports but uh... <laughs> I'll just assume, I'll assume you're right with this one. <laughs> uh, David Sandman, will Rec get uh, that back-to-back -back win in Dallas? We'll see. <laughs> we'll we see. certainly uh, we certainly aren't going to go down without a fight. If, Hell yeah. if, if people if somebody's going to beat us, they're going to have to bring their A game. That's for sure. So 
there's definitely a lot of teams. I think the uh, the teams that have formed are, are better than the last event. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward. I love I love competition, baby. Bring it. Bring the best you got. Dude, you have this like look in your eye. I feel like you know what I mean. It's like I don't know if it's like the blue eyes or something. When you're like laser focused, something about that's like scary. You know? <laughs> sounds, sounds, that's that's no when I get in my zone, no man. Hope. It's like it's like the pop offs, dude. It's just like you know what I mean. I don't I don't even mean to do those type of reactions. It's just I have so much energy, passion, and, and love like, for the game, man. Yeah, you oh, just dude, zoned in. It's just a, a release, man. I just have to let it out. Extension of your your body, but it's just, it yeah. is natural yeah it's it's freaking it's nice dude i know what that's like it's like when you're popping off in a game it's one of the best feelings ever it's like this intense euphoria it's like, exactly dude it's so sick dude I, yeah I, I feel it in in halo in smash melee if you ever played in melee that game is insane anyway yeah. uh so we have stagnate here uh, at roy br versus magnum uh what would you take into a game come on oh come on <laughs> a battle rifle all day baby <laughs> That's that's one big thing I think with the future of Halo, they got to bring back the battle rifle. Like it, it's just too iconic of a weapon. It's it's the Halo weapon. Like when you see yeah. that weapon, you're like, oh, it's Halo. Like you're not going to think, oh, it's Destiny, it's Overwatch, it's whatever. Like that's a BR. Like we've seen. You're that. not going to have to do much convincing of me to to tell me that they need they need to have a BR in Infinite and it'd be the starting weapon. I'm all in on that all day. Yeah, exactly. I I'd, I'd be curious to see like if they go the projectile. I mean, like this is a other thing but it was so interesting breaking down your gameplay and, and telling people like it's literally because of the projectile aim and the fact that it's a three-round burst there's so many little things behind the mechanics of your shot that make it so interesting make it so challenging um, well that's that why i like halo 3 so much man is that the shoot the shooting in halo 3 is far and away that i uh, maybe halo 1 is tougher but halo 3 the shooting is so difficult that it feels so good to get a four shot, man. Like there's no better feeling in the world than a four shot or a headshot with a sniper. The sniping is extremely difficult in Halo Three, and that's my problem with hit scan, man. It's everybody shoots well. Like, at no, very few players at the pro level miss in that game. So, it, to me, it's just that that I guess the slow, little bit slower gameplay, man. That's just that's Halo to me, man. That's 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 where the roots are. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the biggest things that a lot of pros are saying is just the the, the experience of shooting needs to be more fun. Like something about it, yeah. it, it's good in Halo Five, but it just doesn't quite have that same like addicting, like nonstop. Like you just get on, it's so satisfying, exactly. just firing shots. Yeah, um, so just getting the little things right, you know. Uh, STX Word again says, uh, how important was it for you to compete with Jason throughout your career, and how do you think that your career would have been different without the Roybox duo? there probably wouldn't have been a, a Roy or a Lunchbox uh, separately. I mean, the reason that me and him have done well together is because we were a, a, a pair. Like, I don't know that we've probably been dropped in Halo 5, but before that, we were never dropped because it's two people. It's it's much easier to drop one person than it is to drop two people. And obviously, yeah. I feel confident that, that we've been pretty good at all the Halos that we've played. But yeah, when you have somebody that you ha you know is you can count on no matter what through thick and thin, like, there's there's no better feeling like that's my best friend man for life absolutely love it uh mark owns your face even though he sucks even though <laughs> and you, he needs to hear that right because that's nah, how you guys get he'll better hear it. he'll hear it <laughs> literally uh, beat him in every 1v1 too jason you suck i was actually like i was looking up um uh like videos on you and i found the halo 5 1v1s which is Dude. not as exciting but those were no, so fun still, no on the real though <laughs> real talk he and we just have battles, dude. Every time, like, it's like a one-kill game or yeah, just comes down to the wire, back and forth. It's just so annoying. It's just like, lay down, you little... Oh, God. Yeah. He, yeah. he pisses me off, man. No, it's crazy because you you actually, like, your threshold for, like, getting angry just gets, like, so small. Oh, my like, God, dude. It's, I'm battle, literally... Like, tilted in one oh, battle. Like... Dude, it's one <laughs> battle and I'm punching shit, dude. Yeah. Well, I, got, I got issues, man. <laughs> but you won, though. They did a rematch, and you won. And then uh, he's like, best of three. And you're like, nah, dude. I'm nah, fine. you know. <laughs> you don't get no complimentary double or nothing. Oh, That's 1-0. Yeah. Uh, our next comment here says, uh, Mark owns your face. Uh, what did Roy think of the H5 Pro League? I thought the Pro League was a, a good idea. I mean, you have consistent uh, content that matters. Um, that's something that Halo obviously lacks. There's a a big gap in between Austin and Dallas right now. So it's just Halo's in kind of a weird period where there's not much going on. You obviously now have these online qualifiers, but again, Halo 3 is not the uh, most ideal game to uh, have anything online. So yeah, it's just in a tough spot. But yeah, I thought Halo 5 Pro League was was awesome. And yeah, it was a lot of fun to play and it gave, you, uh, gave us all something to play for throughout the season outside of the events. 
Right. And like consistent content to watch and keep up with. I remember back on you'd kind of tried to start a YouTube channel at one point. And you said one of the biggest reasons was because nobody was making content like none of the pro players were making separate YouTube videos and content. And if you look at something like Call of Duty, there's so much content being created. And I mean, it might have to do with people's you know perspectives and relationship with the game that kind of affected whether or not they wanted to create content, but that's kind of the name of the game and building the communities, having that consistent, you know, flow of content. Yeah. I mean, we honestly, we needed that because that, what that does is it creates personalities and the, yeah, people can exactly. relate to that. Like you were saying with Halo five and the videos that tower, we were making, right. Uh, I was kind of gave you that insight. Yeah. 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 I was sure. like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, it just gives you, I mean, you can, like I watched some of the, the call of duty guys videos and I, yeah, I mean, Halo has never really had that. And I think if the, yeah. if it had, I mean, obviously, all of our following and Halo in general would be a, a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. It's never really, Halo's never really crossed over into the YouTube uh, realm really at all. Just uh, just give me a sec. When when the next game comes out, I'll... I'll hey, go. I'll be your number one supporter, man. I, Let's like that, go. Dude, I love dude, all the don't, content, brother. Don't get me too excited now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, Joyce, Joey, sorry, Joey C93, best shot of all time. Who has the best shot of all time? Um... It depends on the game. Which game are we talking here? Let's go with H3. H3? I mean, I'm confident in my shot. I'll put myself up there. There's a lot of guys you could put up there, though. You're definitely up there for best BR. Royal 2 for sure is up there. Yeah, and Snipe Down's way up there. I mean, probably. Oh, yeah. I would say Snipe Down, honestly, probably. Snipe Down's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Royal 2, H5, was he was the, the best god, shot. God, dude. The god. Yeah, unbelievable. That entire team, man, just a bunch of gods. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, they still are and yeah. will continue to be. Oh, yeah. For the foreseeable future. I knew. I mean, yeah, like like in uh, Snake Bite's interview. I mean, ever and not. I love that you said everybody that, dude. Knew, dude. You, you like everybody knew. Games. I told him. I was like, You're yeah, the, yeah. I knew that we should not have won X Games. Like, uh, there was right, no right. denying that. They were the favorites. They were definitely the better team, but we played better on that day. Sometimes yeah. that's what it takes, my friend. <laughs> and it had to be X Games gold medal. That's yeah. it. <laughs> the timing was right, dude. Uh, so we got a DG Killer Man. Uh, why are you not streaming? Ooh uh dude honestly man it's just been like a mental mental break dude uh, sometimes you lose sight of uh enjoying video games because you're trying to put on a, a show all the time and stuff and honestly that's not my uh it's not necessarily my personality i'm I'm a pretty outgoing guy like i think if anybody's ever come up to me at the events uh pretty easily approachable but yeah sometimes it's nice just to go back to when you were 15 playing halo not having to worry about anything man like sometimes that's nice man not everybody can pull off the ninja lifestyle. Exactly. It's every I, try, single day, I tried it know, for a year, dude, and it just, it's tough. Yeah. So, but yeah, I definitely but, plan on streaming again uh, consistently here in the next week or so. When our grind starts back up for uh, Dallas, I'll definitely be streaming consistently again. Awesome. Because uh, honestly, it was so exciting seeing you jump on live stream for the first time in like forever. And then the Roy's Our Boy chance just nonstop the whole oh, time. Dude, it was I was there live and that was just so sick. And it doesn't get tired. Like I, I watched the Green Skull interview as well, and I agree with him. He's like, it just you don't get tired of the Razor Boy chant. Like it just keeps going and it's still hype. But uh that was so sick. And yeah, I mean you deserve that that uh that support, man. I don't know that I deserve that, but I'm certainly very uh appreciative and humbled by it. always, man. The the <laughs> the people that follow Halo have always showed uh shown a lot of love to me in lunch. So I'm very thankful for that, man. So uh, it takes a lot to be that talented at the game, man. And then to be that talented and be humble as you are, it makes you, you know, the most likable friggin' dude. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Habs. Uh, yeah. So Habs says, uh, how do you feel about Shotzi's team? Do you feel like Shotzi's team is a big threat in Halo 3? I don't know that I can say big threat. Yeah, I, they're definitely a threat. But to say big threat, it's tough. I've never seen Shotzi even play Halo 3 on land. Like Shotzi is unbelievably talented i know he's going to be good right. at the game but is right. he going to be halo 5 shots at the game tough you can't, tough for you can't me. be halo 5 shots exactly like, you can't he can't do what he did game. like he certainly yeah. i've already watched he's streamed a few times and i've watched his movement's definitely solid but right you're limited in halo 3 like it's not and he obviously shoots well too so i'm, I'm excited to see how that team does honestly i'm not yeah. sure yeah. i would love to play them at the event though and just and see i think it'd be a good match yeah, like he's definitely going to be skilled, but movement doesn't have as large of an impact as it does. Shotzi in Halo, and Halo 5. Five was a, a yeah cheat code, man. He, he was a cheat code, so <laughs> Do literally definitely anything. not going to have that same impact on in Halo. <clears throat> Nobody does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have uh, Dillaheimer who says, uh, "Name one thing lunch is better than you in." I guess in H three. It's hard to read this one. What do you think lunch is uh, better than you at in H three? I mean, I think me and lunch are. Uh, I mean, both of us, dude, we just are pretty well-rounded players. I feel like 
I mean, you could say OBJ, whatever. That's kind of like the uh, the vanilla statement. He's a better OBJ player. But realistically, right. everybody on every pro team runs objective and, and does all that. It's just some players, so one game will have more than the – I mean, yeah, it just depends. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know one thing that lunch is better. Probably nothing, actually. Lunch sucks. All right, that's what he really wanted to hear. Uh, so good job. Uh, so last question here, uh, Nos underscore lack, uh, gaming, working, and marriage. How does he manage it, and what struggles has he had? That sounds deep. Uh, that is deep, man. Yeah, it's not easy, man. As you get older, obviously, uh, life gets busier. I'm working full time and doing a a fairly physical job, so it's not like uh, I am super excited to get on and practice as much as I once was, but. At the same time, I'm a, I'm a professional. Like uh, you suck it up and you do what you got to do. I'm certainly gonna put in as much time as I possibly can to uh, prepare myself for the event as best as I possibly can. So it is what it is, man. As you get older, obviously things change. Yeah, uh, I don't probably enjoy playing video games as much as I once did, but I certainly uh, still love getting on and playing some some Halo Three. Still feels good to win. No doubt about that. <laughs> All right, man. That's our last question. Honestly, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it was awesome just to be able to get you to like reply so quickly to the message too. Like I messaged you and you just gave me this nice reply and we had you on the show on a dime here. So thank you so much for joining me, man. It tells you what I think about you, man. I, I think highly of you just from watching your videos. I don't really know you that well, but you seem like uh, a class act and uh, I I'm loving what you're doing. So I'm not stopping anytime soon, and uh, and I hope you're not. I hope to see a lot more of you, man. Uh, hopefully, I get to go to Dallas. I have no idea what's going on with that, but sure. uh, but yeah, can't wait and uh, looking forward to more, man. I hit up Tashi, man. Tell him Roy. I'll put in a good word. I, I get will. him I, there, Tashi. I, I send him. Three, four, I send him get this man well, here to, to <laughs> Dallas, dude. I, I'm get him on the analyst desk. Well, that would be awesome. But I'm part of the grassroots through this show, right? So I, I think that gives me somewhat of a pass. I'm just afraid to, to nag. I don't want to nag anybody. But uh, eventually, I, I assume I, I'll, I'll get where they I want to go. get you anyway, there, period. Thank you, man. I appreciate it so much. And thank you for coming on the show. And, uh, and yeah, looking forward to seeing what you bring at Dallas. Right on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, and that closes yet another episode of HCS Weekly. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. A lot of insights, a lot of history from Roy there, of course, a legend in the Halo community. And of course, we also had our HCS grassroots skin and nameplate giveaway. Hopefully somebody won that. Tony, do we have the winner? You can let me know. Uh, like chat it out to D Doris is the winner of the HCS grassroots nameplate and BR skin. Congratulations. Enjoy your brand new skin and nameplate and, uh, yeah, kick it off in matchmaking. See how it looks. We're probably going to be giving away a bunch more in the weeks to come guys. So stick around, join us. Also remember to check out our merch. We can throw up some of that merch there. We've got some shirts. We got jackets, all this beautiful stuff. Of course it supports the show and it also supports me if you pick some up and I'd highly appreciate that. And overall, that closes HCS Weekly once again. Hope you guys enjoyed and looking forward to seeing you next week.